Welcome back to Girls in the Fast Lane. I'm Ash. And I am Emma. <laughs> we forgot to introduce ourselves. But enjoy so the episode. Yeah, have fun. Laters. <laughs> We're fixed up. <laughs> I can't speak. We haven't speak, fixed our English, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, for someone that wants to do a, do a podcast, I... Apparently, we speak too fast, too. Oh, that's my feedback I've had from my friends. No one's told me that. So maybe your friends are illiterate. You know how it says that you should never be the smartest one in the room? You know that saying? Is that a saying? Yeah, I make sure that <laughs> I always make sure that I'm not the smartest one in the room. Oh, so that's why uh, you approached me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Thank you. Um, We have finally fixed our tech issues. So... If you are watching this on YouTube, you're going to be able to see that I'm not looking like I'm recorded on a fucking iPhone anymore, which is really nice. And I'm not echoey as shit. (laughs) Yeah, you sounded fucking beautiful today. Thank you. I see you sound husky and beautiful. Um, Yeah, it's race week and we have a new circuit. Uh, How exciting. We're going to Miami, guys. Oh, we're not going, but the race is physically. (laughs) <laughs> I wish we were going to Miami. Metaphorically, we're going to Miami. Mentally, we're going to Miami. Emotionally? Depends on the podium. I mean, yeah. I think it's it's all up for grabs this week, isn't it? Yeah, with all the talk of upgrades coming in and and everything or lack of upgrades coming in from some certain teams, we don't really know what's happening. I feel like the biggest disappointment to come out of this weekend already is that there's no driver's parade. Driver's parade? I mean, oh, fuck, (laughs) there's no (laughs) team principal parade. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been hilarious just because of how Drive to Survive has been acclaimed in America and the fact that, that, like, all the spectators would see the drivers on like equal standing. Sorry, the the team bosses on equal standings as the drivers. So, I guess it's a kind of good thing it's been scrapped because. <laughs> yeah, I think it. Like we mentioned it, and we were quite excited for it because I mean it's fucking. I would love to see Gunther in a truck wave into the crowd. I think it would be hilarious. I'd love to see Zach holding back Christian and Toto from each other. <laughs> Um, and Mike Crack not making an appearance, um, <laughs> like you missed that dinner <laughs> the other week. <laughs> um, I think it's more interesting that Christian Horner was like against it. He didn't really speak out against it, but he um, the word is that he wasn't for it. But um, Toto Wolf was like that he doesn't want to take the glory from the drivers. <laughs> I think that's so fair enough because the drivers are the ones putting themselves at risk. Yeah, and the ones getting paid the big bucks. Yeah, as he said, they're not the a- they are the athletes. Um, they are the gladiators. Um, but I'm gonna be honest. I just really feel like he didn't want to be locked up with Christian Horner for 15 minutes in the truck. I I think that he's the one that called it off because he didn't want to be anywhere near Christian. Um, <laughs> I just oh my god, it would have been hilarious. I would have loved to have seen it, but. Like, could you imagine if they'd done it in Melbourne and they'd had them going around in those little cars? 
I fucking I would have had the time. I would have not missed that for the world, honestly. <laughs> also, um, Daniel Ricardo <laughs> said it was a bit strange. He's like, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I think it's a bit strange. And I'm yeah, I get he's it. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's not. And I also <laughs> am really impressed that he had the balls to say that because I don't think any other driver commented on it. I haven't seen it. I mean, I I feel like I've been into the news, but I feel like I've not been into the news this week. Yeah, I feel like there's um a lot of focus on the merch change that's come out and a lot of focus on this driver swap that we're hearing about. What merch have you bought, Ash? Oh, well, so far I've only bought the McLaren hat. And I mean, I bought it because it's hot pink and that's like my thing. But um, I also bought it because it's just so beautiful. Oh, stunning. Ugh. Stunning. Woke up at 4am to purchase it because it sold out, sold out, sold out the first time. <laughs> yeah. And then I got an email being like, it's back in stock. So I had to immediately purchase it. Um, But I mean, Williams range, I almost bought it because uh, Albono looked really cute in it. I loved the bucket hat, will admit. Um, if it goes on sale <laughs> soon, I will probably buy it. But um I it I mean, I just I spent seventy dollars on a McLaren hat, so like I can't really talk about price, but I low key wish that it was a bit cheaper. But have you seen the F one the full F one collection? Like the actual Formula One collection? Because it's actually sick. Miami collection or just like in general? The F1? Miami collection. They've gone they've done like pastels, like it's really, really nice. Yeah. Um speaking that. of the red uh <gasps> the Red Bull match. I really so want the Alpine hat, actually. Oh fuck. Actually the F one store Australia has the Miami hat out for 30 bucks. Which one? This is your public service announcement, guys. Which hat? The Miami bucket hat. <gasps> Which the that the Williams one? What website are we on? <laughs> the F one website. The F one. We've also got a, a stunning Christmas shirt that I'm going to insert here, which is on sale. <laughs> I like that we're getting um distracted. So off track. <laughs> Really, really unimpressed with Red Bull's singular shirt that they bought out. Um, yeah, I think Max's was better than... I'm obsessed. I'm going to buy it when it comes out tomorrow. I love it. I haven't even seen the whole collection and I love it. <laughs> I think I might, I might get something from Max's. But I also want to see what else he's got because, like, I do want to support him as... You know, that was the first season I watched. So I do want to have some more Verstappi merch as a memorabilia for that amazing world championship win. It was. So you were talking about the driver swap before. Run me through that. Um, There is just a rumour heading around the paddock that there Driving is... around the paddock. <laughs> um, the... There's going to be a driver swap between two teams. Um, I tried to do some research into finding what two teams, um, but I'm going to be real. Well, it seems like almost anyone's up for grabs in these rumours, though a big, big favourite is um, first swapping is Daniel Ricciardo and Pierre Gasly. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that they're just rumours, but 
rumors always come from some kind of fact. Um, yeah. So I would not be surprised if there is some truth to this. I I would really hope that there's not going to be a mid-season driver swap just because, like, we know what will happen, like, with points and everything. So the driver will keep their points that they've earned and the points they earned with that team stay with that team. Um, they can uh, still keep their own points. Personally. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. So they keep their points in the World Drivers' Championship and the constructors keep the constructors' points that they earned for them. Yeah. Um, which, I mean... I, yeah, I mean, it would be nice... If I was going to swap anyone out, I would, and I hate, like, I know I threw a little shade at him, but I think it would have to be Nicholas Latifi. Like, he's the only person not performing. He's been outperformed by his teammate who's literally just come back from a year off. Oh, yeah, a year off? Yeah, a year off. Um, um, yeah, I see like, that, but. He's not performing in the slightest. He's crashed. He's causing a lot, like, cost capping. It's not worth the risk if no. I was a team principal anyway. But he does have that love art some money, so <laughs> that's, it's a bit difficult because he's a pay driver and I presume that they're a main sponsor for Williams. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I mean, I presume that his father or mother or whoever is providing the backing, um, is a intelligent businessman or woman and realize that he probably is costing the team more money than they're putting in uh, as a sponsor. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I would love to see Nick um, swapped out for Oscar. Um, I don't know if that's the right kind of driver swap we'd see or if it would be uh, something like a swap between two teams. But I feel like the logistics in that would just be crazy because Daniel is on a lot more money than Pierre I mean there surely is some sort of has this happened before? like there would be a clause in a contract yeah it has it has I'm pretty sure that's how like Michael Schumacher got his start I'm pretty sure that's how ah. I want to say Daniel Ricciardo because Daniel Ricciardo's first race was Silverstone um maybe got his start Okay, uh, like I know we had Pierre the Red was Bull. swapped out. Yeah, we Pierre had the Red Bull swap mid-season. for Alex and Pierre, but that was from the same kind of team because Toro Rosso was owned by Red Bull. Yeah, so I it makes it sense for the teams, like the teams that are linked. Um, it could be a linked team. It could be, I mean, K Mag's performing well. Maybe they're gonna swap K Mag and Carlos Joe Oh. I thought they were with Ferrari. Do I? Alpha got a Ferrari engine. So Yeah. And I know that Alpha also assisted with Ferrari because that's where Charles went. Uh oh, of course, Sauber. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. But um Ash, what is it this week? What is what? It's race week. <laughs> oh, it's race week. <laughs> I was like fucking have we not said that? No, we have, but I was gonna we've got a new circuit. So we should probably yeah, have a little chat circuit. about it. Yeah, I saw that you've done quite a bit of research on this, which is good. Uh, if you mean research, copy and pasting from the F1 website, you are correct. <laughs> research. <laughs> research in, in these things. What are these things called? Hi, uh, Apostrophes? No, I don't know. 
you know the things with your fingers Um, (laughs) i failed english for like eight years (laughs) well there's 57 laps so you'll just be having to count them there'll be no english involved uh and each lap goes for 5.412 kilometers (laughs) which all adds up to 308.326 kilometers in total It's also a temporary circuit. I'll just keep talking. It's fine. Um, oh, I just, was, that, was that my cue? <laughs> um, it was a tem- it's a temporary circuit. Um, it is the Miami Dolphins or something. It's there. there. Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. Um, there's Dolphins, been like Super Bowls yeah. held there or something. I don't know. So I I don't know anything it's about sports stadium. Yeah, it's it's sports stadium. Um, I only know two sports and one of them is F1. (laughs) There's 19 turns, uh, three straights, which means three DRS zones, which is uh, an extra two from Imola, which is great. Um, They have told, said it's similar to Albert Park, but we're seeing a lot of Monaco, like, influences. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a wannabe Monaco. I just... I just don't okay so I just don't understand what they're doing because like when they said they were building a marina for it, I was like fucking sick there's gonna be water they're gonna have boats floating on water <laughs> um but much to our disappointment <laughs> they literally have boats on stilts and it's like painted black like, water <laughs> it's like it's like water matting <laughs> it looks <laughs> legit just... and then you get up close and you're like that is not legit. <laughs> I think it's going to look sick on TV. I don't think we're going to be able to tell, but um, no. maybe after five laps we'll be like, hey, that water's not moving. Well, but... you know, my eyes will be pretty bleary at six o'clock on Monday morning when the race is on. Um, so I I won't be able to tell if it's real water or not. So maybe that was their plan. Maybe. <laughs> but um, I think it's going to be, yeah, I know that they've got a hairpin, which – kind of seems like it's influenced by Monaco the it's got some it's got a so the back straight is actually a local road um which leads into turn 17 and that series of turns I think it's like to 19 turn 17 18 19 um I actually haven't even fucking looked at the track I'm just talking smack um is quite tight um and apparently 17 is an overtaking Oh, that's um, good to know. We love Valtteri some, thinks some that turn 17 will be good for overtaking is from what I read in one of his interviews. Well, um, depending if it's overtaking for him in the mid-pack or if it's overtaking for one of the fronters uh, under blue flags, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be good. But, um, I mean, it it, sound, it seems impressive. It looks like they've done a good job. Um, they I think they're excited for another race in America. Okay. I think I may have got the turns wrong that might be tight. I think it's from turn 11 to 16 looks like a quiet. Ash is on her first false facts of the day. Um, Yes. Why are we surprised? Um, It looks like from 11 to 16 is quite a tight situation. It kind of looks like a chicane 14, 15. So that could be – and apparently there's no gravel traps, which I'm feeling like that means there's walls. Well, if there's no gravel traps, Carlos will be safe at least. Well, we hope. Um, <laughs> well. 17 is 
I would say hairpinish, but I think they're talking about seven. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm on. I'm on a solid. Yeah, you are because you also spelt my name wrong in the notes. Um, <laughs> going. Yeah, I know. To... I did that. I, <laughs> I was you. like Emma. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, going on to our next thing, uh, we have some. There's some news. Um. I can't believe, you know what, I, first I'm going to say is I can't believe that they organized two race directors oh, this year wait. and they both had COVID. Wait, can we, before we say that, can we go, also, the last thing about the circuit is that um, Yuki thinks that it could lead to a traffic jam if there's a safety car and in qualifying um, due to the due to the way the truck's set up. So, I mean, that could be something also to watch out for. Yeah, sounds um, sounds. I trust Yuki. Yuki, if you're listening, we trust you 100. percent We'll we'll interview you personally to see if uh if you're correct about the traffic jam situation. I'm sure he loves yeah. jam. I mean, <laughs> I feel I wouldn't be surprised. That guy loves food. Yeah. As he should. What I mean, I feel like the Italy, only jam he likes is like on toast or crumpets, like not maybe behind the steering wheel of a car. I was gonna say what kind of jam isn't on toast, but that makes sense. <laughs> okay, you, can, um, you yeah, may continue. So, thank you. Um, so on to our next uh little moment. Um, we have some F one news, and honestly, I cannot believe that. Both race directors have COVID. <laughs> Does this mean I a feel return like, of your brother? I mean, it's it's his time to shine, baby. Michael Massey, if you're listening, it's your time to shine, brother. You've got this. You this could be have, a redemption. This is going to be your redemption arc. Like Netflix are going to be all over it. It's it's going to be a winner. <laughs> oh, Michael Massey, In, redemption arc. I had a dream about him last night so odd just remembered it then not going to talk about it um wow we'll say some some upgrades oh i was gonna say i don't think michael massey is going to be the listens to our podcast well i mean that and also i think michael massey uh may not get may not get the chance for his redemption arc on all seriousness i think they're favoring some british guy I don't know. Bring back Jensen. Like, bring in Jensen Button. Why not? You know who I would love to see as race director? Nico Rosberg. Bring it on. Who? Nico Rosberg. Who? Why are you making... Brittany. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Brittany. Um, I don't know. I Well, nah. You couldn't bring in an ex-driver because they may prefer a team. Then you can't bring you in Jensen bring in Button. impartial... Yeah, no, I was just having a joke, bro. Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> um, you need to bring in an impartial third person. Uh, yeah. Third party. Um, but, yeah, there should be some upgrades this week. Do we reckon anyone's going to bring any in? Uh, Mercedes is said to be bringing in critical upgrades. Um, and I feel like they fucking need to. Imola was horrific. Horrific. It horrific. was horrific. It was yeah. so bad. That. George's poor floor. George's poor back yeah. from carrying the team his, and yeah. and from Miguel from the pauper scene. His teeth, his head. I just would not want to be him. Like his neck. It's yeah. It's just 
I feel so bad. And even seeing Hammy trying to overtake, and we spoke about this last week, like, it was just horrible. <laughs> that really they really hope that they've brought in some upgrades to their floor and they've they've fixed the porpoising, which they have a wind tunnel. Why can't, like, can they not, like, simulate these kind of things in their wind tunnel back in um? Back I in think they're only allowed so many hours in the wind tunnel. So they made the wind tunnel and not allowed to use it all the time. I think it's because not every team has a wind tunnel. Yeah, but not every team has a sim. That's so rude. Actually, I don't actually know how it works. I'm just... I know that there used to be... (laughs) I know that it used to be regulated on time. I'm not sure about anymore. Um, But I know that Mercedes are like one of the only teams to have a wind tunnel. Like McLaren don't have one. I think they are the only team to have a wind tunnel. I think... Think I want to say Red Bull and Ferrari have one. Um, we should get back to talking about um upgrades and other F one news for the week. That was very professional. Thank uh, you. I am a professional person. Um, Ferrari upgrades to bring new wings. Is this to their accommodate... first upgrades that they bought for the year? Uh, I don't know. You no, know, they bought a new diffuser, didn't they? Uh no, that was Red Bull last. Oh maybe. I thought they bought a new diffuser in like. I feel like round one was months and months and months ago. Yeah, it feels like forever ago. Um, we're only this is only the fifth race of the season. <laughs> only thirteen more to go. <laughs> we have such a long way to go. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So they're bringing a new wing. Yeah, Ferrari to bring new wings to accommodate. Uh, low downforce situations, I think, because I think they think it's going to be a low downforce circuit or something like, like that. Um, the other thing that I thought I put under our F1 news topic that I thought was really quite interesting that we haven't ever taken fucking notice of, um, but I was... The regulations? Yeah. Is, you know, I did read them once. Do you think I absorbed comprehended it? a single word they said? No. Yeah, it's big brain things, you know. Um, yeah. But apparently the development of engines will be frozen in steps, which sounds really sort of terrifying if you're behind. I feel like I should just confirm that the engines aren't physically being frozen, right? No, no, no. So, like, they just – they. <laughs> They're only like they're only allowed to develop it to a certain date, and then after that date, they can't do any more development. Thank, on it. thank you for the clarification. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. I don't know if the ice would go with the the oil and the fuel, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so is this because the plan is twenty twenty five to bring in more engine manufacturers? Is it not? I don't. Uh, to be honest. I think it's to bring closer racing. I think it's to stop, for example, like Mercedes got so far ahead in the last era. <laughs> yeah. I also just want to, I don't know if if you've listened to me being an absolute idiot on previous episodes. I think in episode one or two, I asked the question of why aren't Aston producing their own engine? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason is because of it's just too goddamn expensive. And I think 2025, my crack was saying, was the time where they will be able to bring in engines that they've manufactured themselves. So, I mean, I presume this is just one step towards that. Yeah, I think um, so a large part of the f- engine's already frozen, which is the 
ICE, the turbocharger, the MGH, MGUH, the exhaust, the fuel, and the oil may not be modified. Isn't it funny that the ICE is frozen? Until <laughs> um, 2025. And then the deadline for wow. the MGUK, the control electronics and the engine store, or energy store, sorry, um, is September 1st, which I know that I know that somebody had the MGU. I think it was SD. Um, I think it was SD. Replaced or upgraded. I think it's just replaced at this stage. But I'm feeling like if you don't get on top of these things, could you fall behind for, let's just say, two, three seasons? You, two you seasons. Would, you would think that the fact that there's been no major upgrades the last couple of weeks is because they've been working on this specifically? Because of these deadlines? I mean, I don't think a flaw has got anything to do with, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Mercedes could be. I honestly feel like there are teams that don't know what to do. And I think a good example of that is Mercedes with their flaw. Like, they have looked at everyone else's car and have openly said that. Um, and I just, I don't, we can't, I, I can't count them out yet. I just, I'm still waiting for like the penny to drop and them to just pull out a car that just smashes everybody. Yeah, it's it's made this week really hard to do predictions, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Because, like... I, I, I actually haven't done any yeah. predictions, so these are going to be off my... um off the cuff. Yeah, I think these are going to be solid guesses this week. And I think it's because, like, we know the Sir Louis Hammy. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> is... We know that Sir, <laughs> we know that, uh, Sir Lewis Hammy is really great at new tracks and has pretty sure he's like put it on pole in one. I mean, there's some sort of percentage that's probably there. Well, I mean, Jeddah, where else was new last year? Jeddah was No, new. I just mean throughout his whole fucking career. He's been. Yeah, no, I know. But like even Jeddah, like when Max, they, when Max like almost put it on pole and. He came through in one, and there was another new circuit last year, wasn't there? Fuck, if I know. Zanvor. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can <laughs> – I don't think you can count him out. He would be in my top five if we still did top fives, but he's not in my top three. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting one. Um, but I also feel like that the younger drivers have a more adaptable – I feel like the younger drivers are more adaptable to new circuits because I know I... for like F3, F2, they don't rate, like they, like they would have already had to adapt coming into F1. You know what I mean? Like they only race at yeah. like a quarter of the circuits <clears throat> that F1 do. If they race in F2. Who, oh, I mean, Max is the only one that didn't, right? <laughs> Um, I think we should um, head into Tinder Predicts before we do our top three. Oh, fuck it. Fucking oath. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. I literally forgot about asking people for Tinder Predicts, so I sent out about 100 messages <laughs> about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> That's why I was two minutes late. Um, so Julian thinks so, at Merc Podium. I mean, I kind of agree. 
if they fix that I floor just, issue, I mean, like Russell has been consistent. Like I can see him getting his maiden win. Really? Are you putting George on? Uh, I'm not. Hey, uh, this is not. I'm just. I'm just discussing right now. I haven't made any solid decisions. Okay, all right. But I think that it's very possible that if they sort out their floor issues, he could put it on P1. As in pole, or as in win? As in win. Uh, Actually, I could probably pole. I don't know if he could handle the pressure of a race, leading a race, but yeah, fair call. I could see him putting it on pole. Drew thinks that it's a Red Bull win and a Ferrari close behind. Nice. Andrew has given me, oh, it's hard to say. We've never even raced there. Why not shit? Um, he said, given look to the look of the track, I say a Ferrari win, but probably not Leclerc. See, I'm worried about those three straights. Um, I, I mean, in previous races, uh, a Ferrari just haven't had that straight line speed unlike red bull yeah um and what there's 19 corners yeah but but three straights with drs i mean that's a lot and it's quite a mixture of low speed and high speed too right like it's not just Mm. especially that hairpin i mean that uh, it's obviously going to be a low speed corner but i mean that could be anyone's corner everyone's saying that it's a Uh. so dom is saying that it's a coin um coin toss between leclerc and verstappen but he thinks that I mean, that's the whole thing. I like this. It? I like this term. He's like new race shenanigans. So maybe Checo. I'm, mm. I see that. I see that. We're moving mm. over to. Um, oh, here we go. Sneaky. <laughs> Alex has. Um, he doesn't think the McLarens will perform because of the slow speed sections, which I understand. Um, that being said, it would suit Ferrari plus. Charles doing what he did and Carlos DNFs. They need to strike hard. They need to strike and they need to strike hard to stay in the championship fight. Maybe a sneaky Haas podium. And mm. maybe Merck, I don't know, sneaky podium for Bottas. I mean, I don't think. Well, Bottas isn't for Merck anymore, but okay. No, because he said Haas. Oh, no, he said, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think he's yeah. just throwing things out there because I really feel like it's. I think so. I think his brain is a bit of a shambles. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're going first this week because I have no fucking idea. I still. Oh, that's fine. I actually have um, a few predicts of my own. Ooh. Um, oddly enough. Uh, the bull has sent me something. Oh, what has the bull said? Um, Hi, bull. <laughs> missed you. Can't go past red bull at the moment. <laughs> but interesting of to see. Of course he's going to fucking <laughs> say that. If you are listening, can you please give us some legit But interesting to see how Ferrari returns to form. He does listen. I know he I listens. I could have told him that. Um, but. I, I could have told him that. Yeah. <laughs> Two Tinder predicts of my own. Ooh. You Funnily coming enough. in on the Tinder predicts segment. I like it. I am. Because the, the, I just wasn't getting any original um, Pickup lines. Week, yeah, because they've kind of Reddit's mad. empty, babe. Because I've used them all. Yeah, <laughs> I've read it's done. Uh, so Michael, Michael reckons that uh, Max and Carlos are going to crash into each other in turn one, mm-hmm. and both DNF. If he jinxes that, I'm coming for him. But yeah, oh, bro, uh, I'll be very mad. Um, Nick reckons that Latifi will be full sending his Williams into the pack at turn one. 
Um, Let's pay bowling. Why not? <laughs> uh, Ralph, who tried to mansplain F1 to me. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Did you um, send him the podcast? <laughs> I, I should. Yeah, thank you. Uh, if you're listening, thank you for... Yeah, thank you for mansplaining. Um, he reckons, um, he's like, the next one's a street circuit. Oh, thank you. Thank you for telling me that. Um, he reckons Charles may win, but he hasn't got a good record at street circuits. Um, he sounds like me a few weeks ago, to be honest. I used to say that. Uh, he reckons Max, um, but he thinks that Hamilton won't pull a rabbit out of the hat. I don't know where he's getting a rabbit from, but... (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> yeah but um they're mine thank you men for giving me your uh mansplain i think it's it. thank you i appreciate just it just talking about tinder predicts for a hot second before we jump into our predictions i think it's interesting because whenever i ask for a prediction um now that it's been going for four four weeks five weeks um everyone's like are you placing multis? Like, what, are you winning? Um, first off, the answer is yes, and yes. Um, and second off is fuck, I win. Um, second off is that they then try to like man's like they they either choose like a really shitty prediction, and you're like, you're literally just looking. You're only saying Lewis Hamilton because he's a seven-time world champion. Um, like, if you'd been watching this season, you'd know that he's <laughs> not doing great, yeah. you know? Um, um, I, yeah. But I actually put in my my profile, um, I'm doing a multi. Please tell me your F1 oh, <laughs> predictions. Sick. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Um, now, ass, I need to move <laughs> on to my <laughs> predictions uh, for the week. Um, so, you know... I think I have to put Max up there again. Um, I think he performed really well in Imola. Um, And, I mean, I guess we never really know what the fuck's going on anywhere. Um, It is forecast to rain on Sunday uh, in Miami. (gasps) Is Um, it really? Oh, I have not looked at the weather. 31 degrees and rain. Uh, So hot, humid fuck not very nice fuck florida honestly whoever's bought tickets if you were listening i like my sympathy is through the roof like i could not i could not do that (laughs) i'm dreading singapore like let alone fucking florida in humidity singapore is going to be hot i think we've underestimated the heat in singapore let's not talk about it Okay, um, my number two. I can't go past another. I can't go past another Red Bull one two. I just I can't. But I mean, it's raining on Friday too. Ah, oh, I just yeah, and you know because we're in America and because he just gets really along in the whole American thing. I have to say Daniel Ricardo. Um, I I'm just moving on from that. I just can't. I can't. I'm not commenting. <laughs> Thank you. Um. <laughs> I've gone, I would like Checo to get his win. I think the Red Bull with their straight line speed are going to be faster unless Ferrari bring upgrades. Do you think we're going to have a multi-21 situation? Uh, I'm going to be honest, probably. 
if yeah they'll probably take each other out but it's it's fine i've got max in second and then i have carlos in third so where's charles finishing i mean i think charles will finish in top five for sure i just think that he's he'll spin no i don't think he'll spin i think that he's just not I think the pressure is starting to get to him. And I also think that he – actually, I'm really not happy with my predictions. But anyway, um, I think he will... – <laughs> I'm so not happy. I think that he's going to finish top four. I think that he's – the pressure of leading a championship is getting to him slightly. Um, I also – because he's making silly mistakes and we saw that last race. I also think that um, he also doesn't have a great history with anything that's a really tight circuit. And there is a tight section. Monaco. So. Ta-da. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you're right. It feels like these walls are going to be close. And um, I think though, I think the rest of the pack is going to be interesting. I reckon McLaren will do well. I think that Hammy might make his, like as much as people think that he might, won't make his comeback here, I think that he's going to perform better than the last races just because of his skill to get to speed quickly. I'm tipping in Aston Martin in the top five. I mean... not telling you who, but I'm telling you one of them will be in the top five. Um, so I just... What are you going to do if they hit top five? Because I'm pretty sure... What did you go and do today? <laughs> what did you go do today, babe? Oh, I went and got an Aston Martin tattoo. Yeah, because last episode... I, I fucked myself. That's what I did. Yeah. Uh, I I said that if Aston got points in Imola, actually I said if Aston got points for the season that I would get a tattoo, uh, content they were going to finish on zero points. Thankfully they proved me wrong yeah. and finished in eighth and tenth in Imola. So you know what? I'm kind of happy that I jinxed the fact that they got points. That's how I'm taking it. I mean... <laughs> We've got curses, we've got predictions. We've also been um, somewhat psychic in some of our predictions, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of scary, to be yeah. honest. Um, um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I'm actually – I'm really excited for Miami. I'm really excited yeah, I think to it's see gonna be... what will happen. I, I think it will be unexpected. Can I just say something? I'm fucking excited. How pretty yeah, I, I mean, stunning. But I'm really excited to watch the race at home in bed. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, Yeah, so a few weeks ago we introduced a new segment. We introduced two new segments, actually. Um, One of them was Girls in the Fast Lane Academy. Yeah. Um, I kind of decided to take it a little differently this week uh, instead of asking – instead of us – mansplaining f1 to you um i actually asked meg who is one of my best friends uh she's and, the best nurse i know and and one of our most loyal listeners she is she she watches our youtube she uh listens oh, to us she? in the car yeah she does tell her to leave us a comment on youtube i'm always yeah, meg, we love i'm always you. prowling waiting for our first comment <laughs> but um meg actually knows zero about f1 uh, and he's oh, literally wow. only listening to support us. That um, is so which I sweet. I appreciate so much. Yeah. So um, she sent me a list of questions. 
some of the questions she sent through, she actually sent through some really good questions. Some that I didn't even know the answers to myself. Um, so start off with number one. <laughs> so how does racing affect the drivers? Uh, I'll read the first paragraph because I've been looking forward to this. Uh, these drivers oh, are high no. performance athletes. Athletes sweat. Kiki. Sweat baby sweat. Kiki ki sweat sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daniel Ricardo, for um, blessing us with that. Uh, but yeah, when driving an F1 car, um, these drivers can experience up to three Gs, um, which is actually what an ex- astronaut experiences during a space launch. So you're telling me they're astronauts? Um, well, they have a fighter pilot mentality, like uh, Christian Horner says. <laughs> Um, but they actually also lose up to 5% of their total fluids during a race. They, they also have really good neck strength, uh, which I spelt neck wrong. That's fine. Um, <laughs> which, um, leads me to believe that I have the neck strength to jump in an F1 car and drive around. Yeah. And I think they also have amazing core stability, um, to be able to hold themselves so do I. <laughs> up and hold themselves steady. Uh, but they're kind of like laying in the car almost. Have as you well. ever watched the video of a normal a normal person? I'm saying that with like quotation marks. A normal person um, driving an F1 car, and like when he brakes, he like fucking headbutts the steering wheel. I I it's, have I have oh, seen that clip, and it's scary. I would do better than that. That's all I'm saying. And apparently, like the um, <laughs> if it's your first time driving an F1 car, if you can get to fifty percent of the braking. Like, if you can press 50% of the pedal down, like, the brake pedal down, it, like, it's impressive because apparently it's super fucking hard. It's okay. I'd be able to press 100% of the I brake pedal I just can't down. wait until the day I get you in a fucking F1 car. I, I also can't wait. And I put all these F1 drivers shame. To, uh, to shame. I think that you should, um, yep. maybe maybe that's where the driver swap rumor is coming from because M, M, is, M is stepping up. Emma is now got, we've got our own team. We're sorry to break it to you like this, guys, but Emma's taken over. Um, can I do the next yeah, question? Yeah, so the next question that Meg has asked is how quickly do the tyres wear down? Well, tyre degradation, um, the track temperature, tyre temp, driving style, and whether they go into the grass or gravel affects their tyres. Um, tyres develop wow. graining after a certain amount of lapse of use, which is blistering on the rubber when you hear that term. They can also be flat spotted, which is a certain part of the tire which is worn down more than other parts. So, like if you see you drive a lock up and there's a lot of smoke, they would have flat spotted their tires, which means they've like practically made one side just completely flat. And when you're driving, obviously, it affects the. Yeah, so I think it just really depends on the track and the temperature. So it could be any. It could be anywhere. So, like, soft tyres sometimes only will last 10 to 15 laps. And then there are other times where they can really push it to 20, 25. Um, it just, yeah, it really depends on the temperature. And if the track is new, so, like, heading into Miami, um, the track is new and hasn't been raced on before and will be quite green and quite abrasive. So, it's probably going to chew through a lot of tyres. Yeah, Meg's next question uh, was how fast can the average F1 car go? So F1 cars actually go on average 216 kilometers per hour on the track. I'm not putting that into Fahrenheit or whatever it's called. Miles per hour. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, miles. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, because I'm, no. 
excuse the metric system. Um, <laughs> and the high speed, uh, this Williams have said this happened in a practice session, but I don't think it was actually confirmed. Um, and that was uh, Valtteri Bottas in uh, 2016 with a Mercedes at the Spanish Grand Prix, I think was 378 kilometres per hour, which, you know, that's pretty decent. That's insane. I think Bottas also holds the race speed, which was 372, because that's the one I know of, and that's Jeez. in a race. You know, I can do 150 in my car. <laughs> And then the wheels fly off. If 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 you're the police, you're not. You didn't hear that. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think also the other thing to talk about is the like the speed in an F1 car is that like speed traps. You can get up to yeah around three hundred and fifteen in a race in down the straights and DRS zones and things like that. So I mean, what is a speed trap? Is that just do you, do they just measure the speed in a speed trap? Um, I think a speed trap is the highest. Like, it's where the fastest part of the track is. Yeah, so the speed trap, its location on the straight varies on different tracks. It's usually in the middle of the straight or just before a braking point. The speed trap is used to obtain and compare the fastest speeds among drivers. So I'm assuming, yeah, it's the fastest point on a track. And then... That's awesome. Good to know. The next question from Meg is, do women enter F1? Yeah, women can enter F1, um, but it's extremely hard for women to progress. Um through the ranks to get their, money, su- money, their money. super license and yeah and to get sponsors um there've been five women to enter f1 races since the sport started in the 1950s the most successful um female f1 driver was lala lombardi who scored half a championship point in the 1975 spanish grand prix i think that it's pretty like i think that's incredible but also i think it makes it a bit sad the <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not great at all. I mean, we've seen Jamie Chadwick win the last two women's titles. She won. She's won two, and she can't even get into F three. Yeah, and that's solely because of sponsors. And she's come out and said that. And she got to race in the race of champions at the end of the year, which I think is amazing. Um, yes, she did. And she's done some like really amazing things. But she just yeah, and even I think it's sad that she's not even in F two or. Like, honestly, the the amount of people that are in F2 and F3 at the moment, you'd think that she could be in there, but um, but unfortunately not. Uh, (laughs) We we would love to see Jamie in F1, 2 or 3. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Hopefully next year, maybe. We'll see. Um, But Meg's last question for this week. So it was actually Adelaide. So um, Adelaide was the race of Australia before 1996 um, when Melbourne took over. They had an estimated record attendance of 520,000. The runners-up to the biggest crowd to attend a Grand Prix is actually Melbourne this year, which had... 4,900 million people. <laughs> Want to try that again? Um, I can't believe. No, <laughs> no. 419114. I can't say numbers. I'm not a mathletics person. 419,000. Um, and that was over four days. Thank you very much. Can you believe we were two of those 419,000? I mean, I feel like we equated for like 
<laughs> eight people. But um, I actually went in and out several times that day just to get the attendance levels up. Take him on for the team. Take him on <laughs> for the team. Um, but yeah, that's it for Meg's questions this week with Girls in the Fast Lane Academy. If you've got any questions that you want to send through, you're more than welcome to reach out to us on TikTok or YouTube or yeah, send email, us an email that's in our, our link it's tree. In, yeah, it's in all <laughs> our bios on YouTube, um, Instagram, TikTok, it's on all, yeah. Yeah, so more than welcome to ask us a question and we'll answer it uh, next fortnight. Yeah, send us an email. Um, we get quite excited no when we get questions. Emails. Speaking about women. Wow, that was good. Guess it, Guess what? Guess what segment we're up to? Um, what segment are we up to? Ash? I mean, I fucking hate the name, and we need to come up with a better name. But <laughs> woman of the week, we do need to come up with a better name. Who is our woman of the week this week? Woman, uh, <laughs> Jesus. The woman we are choosing to speak about this week is Susie Wolf. Yeah, the counterpart to Toto Wolf. Um, but not only is she the counterpart to Toto Wolf, she has a resume that is quite fucking impressive. She started off in, uh, yeah, she started off in karting. She then worked her way up and moved her way to Formula Renault. From there, she went to F3. From F3, she went to DTM to compete for Mercedes. And then in 2012, she signed with Williams F1 team to work as a development driver. Which Damn, I, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, which is so impressive for a woman, especially in that era of, you know, what was going on and what still is going on in F1. <laughs> I don't why am I talking like it's changed? Um, it hasn't. <laughs> she then made history at the 2014 British Grand Prix at Silverstone to become the first woman in 22 years in 22 years to compete in a Grand Prix weekend in free practice. Damn. Yeah. So she then participated again at the German Grand Prix weekend. In November of 2015, she announced her retirement from um, motorsport and F1 especially because she felt that there was no other way for her to develop as a female. Isn't that depressing as fuck? (laughs) It's so bad. It's like... Like, isn't that just so... Like, she has gone her whole life karting and racing. Right. And then she's come to the realisation, nah, fuck, I can't race anymore because I'm not getting anywhere. That's just so fucking messed yeah, up. Yeah, and it's like if any other – you look at, like, Oscar Piastri, who's a reserve driver, who we're all hoping gets, a, you know, a seat. Or we look at other, you know, development drivers like Antonio Giovinazzi, who's still a reserve driver and a testing driver for Ferrari. And it's like we – like, they've all had the opportunity – to be in F1 car multiple times. Like Oscar participated in the young testing in Abu Dhabi last year. Um, yeah. But for a woman and like we, and like, you know that they're eventually going to keep, you know, participating still in the sport for a woman. It's not the same. And I think that's what, what we're trying to promote and what we're trying to break is that, that that's not okay. That it's not. Yeah. No. And you, and you're so right. Like it's, <laughs> Oh, it makes me mad. And I mean, we were talking about Jamie before and she is the development driver for Williams. Yeah. And I mean, you've got Jess 
add Aston. So, I mean, they I think they are trying to do better. But until there is a woman racing in F one, two, or three, but I, not even it's stay the yeah, same. but not even F, like token female. You need to have more than one female. You need to show that you know that everybody is getting a fair chance. And I mean, we're not talking about making it mandatory that half the grid is female. We're just like just two, like two out of twenty. I think that's pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, we have. There are like four. There are three Australians coming up into F one in the next coming years. <laughs> and if there are so many from our small country, why can't there be women coming up? <laughs> yeah, I just, especially because I think the difference in Australia too, I think small country is probably the wrong way to word it, but I think like karting isn't huge here like it is in Europe. No. And the progression to go overseas is not as easy as like as it is for people in Europe. Um, it's a lot more saturated over there. So much young talent coming through from Australia, but where are the women? Yeah, exactly right. I do um like the going back to Susie Wolf, she did get to compete in Race of Champions, which I like that they include females. I think that's great. Um, because I feel like the Race yes. of Championships is like champion, sorry. Um, is they don't discriminate, they just are happy for anyone to be there. Like they had Mick and Seb last year, and that was the cutest pairing and um is that when Seb couldn't open the bottle of yes. champagne? Yeah, brilliant. Loved it. <laughs> I don't think he's used to opening his own bottles of champagne. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be either when they're always just put on the podium open. <laughs> oh, so funny. But, um, yeah, I mean, Susie has been a pioneer in, in motorsport and it's such a shame that, that she did finish racing in 2015. Um, yeah, so after 2015, she then um, went to Venturi Racing, which is in Formula E, as the team principal and then she worked her way up um, to become CEO in 2021. So now she's Damn. CEO, bitch. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go Susie. We're here for you. Yeah. And not only that, like um, she founded Dare to be Different in, uh, I think she after she started racing, so 2016, which then uh, joined FIA's Girls on Track um, to raise awareness for the opportunities for girls and women in motorsport to create more awareness to create more opportunities to get us I know a lot of the girls get mentoring um which we've spoken about before that's awesome that's brilliant and it's so good to know that they're actually trying to create this kind of space for women in the sport because I mean why not yeah what have they got to lose that's it I think it's great I think it's time to call it a day on that note (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say on that note, I think it's time to call it a day because we have been talking shit for, for an hour <laughs> for and 10 minutes. Now. I'm going to cut out fucking 25 minutes. <laughs> so if you've enjoyed this episode, please follow, like, and subscribe on Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Join Did us. Did you write that down? No, I just, I know it off by heart. Oh, okay. Me too. Um, <laughs> and please leave a, leave a comment, leave your questions. Give us a five-star rating. Leave a hate Give comment. Give us a thumbs up. It all helps. It all contributes. Love for hate comments. I think we're calling it a day. Yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. All right. We're calling it a day. Bye. Enjoy your day. <laughs> Bye.